Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We get right to the point. It is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. Drone warfare is now a reality. It's a thing that is happening now and probably will be happening much more as we move into the future. Biden, he might be out soon. We're going to talk about that. Ron DeSantis wants Elon Omar off the island, out of here, and Don Trump. He's been nominated one more time. That's right. And Taylor Swift will most likely determine the outcome of the 2024 presidential election. I'm going to jump right in there with the conspiracy nuts. Let's go. Drone wars. We know what happened in Jordan. The names of the American service members who died in that drone strike have been released. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46. Specialist Kennedy Ladon Sanders, 24. Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffitt, 23. Our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers with their family. May they rest in peace. God bless the men and women that put on a uniform every day with the willingness to serve and sacrifice and give their lives for the freedoms that we enjoy in this country. But under the Biden administration, you have to admit these people, these human beings, these best among us, those who would don that uniform and take that oath are being led like lambs to the slaughter. Drone wars are here, folks. Apparently, the air defense doesn't work. I'm understanding that the drone that launched that strike was actually following another drone. There was no air defense. Uh, what's going to happen in the days ahead? No one is safe. Nothing is safe. Uh, you, there's, no, there's no zones to go back into to try to find... Uh, shelter and protection, the drones, are, I mean, they're lasers from the sky, folks. I mean, I'm being facetious with that term, but let me tell you, in the hands of terrorists, imagine what can be done if we don't have the ability to protect ourselves from this type of an attack. Every, every American service member out there is in danger around this world. They want you dead, folks. They want our country eradicated. Listen, New York Times put Travis Kelsey of the whatever team, the Kansas City Chiefs, and Taylor Swift above the fold. They were the top headline story. They were the top headline story as the Kansas City Chiefs are heading to the Super Bowl. There he is with his girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Down below the fold, soldiers dying. That is how the mainstream media relegates the sacrifice of service men and women in the U.S. military in levels of importance. They're not. They're not a priority compared to the fanfare heading into a Super Bowl with a football player and a glam pop star. What kind of world are we living in, folks? What kind of world are we living in? It's a sad, sad reality. 70% of U.S. voters have said that they do not want Joe Biden to run again. That's right. In a recent poll, 70% said no go for Joe. 74% uh, also said he's too old. We all saw the picture of him there with the workers, and he had the... <laughs> There's Lunch Pail Joe, man, Scranton Joe, old scrappy... Corn Pop himself with the hard hat on, posing for the picture. He's just one of the fellas. Let's go have a beer and punch each other on the shoulder. And yeah, they've now uh, come back. The fact check 
we were actually, actually right. That's right. We're rarely wrong, honestly. Joe had the hat on backwards. Of course, that wasn't a hard thing. You could tell. I, I, when I first saw the video, I thought, you know, or I saw the picture, maybe I thought Joe was trying to just, you know, be cool, man. Toss the hard hat on, put it on backwards. He's one of the boys. He's an idiot. That's a fact. Joe Biden is a geriatric octogenarian. He's an old man so full of pride that he can't set aside his ego and step aside for the good of the nation. That's right. He's destroying the country, and he's a puppet. He and his administration, and you always have to say that. You have to qualify it. He and his administration, because it's nothing about him. Now, remember, they always talk about Donald Trump in the singular. It's always Donald Trump, like he is some evil mastermind, Dr. No character, who's trying to bring down the nation with some fascist dictatorship. But with Joe, no Joe, with Joe, it's always a plurality because you know that Joe is not responsible for anything. He's not smart enough. He doesn't have the wherewithal. He doesn't have the mental acuity to make a decision. He can't log into his own Twitter. Somebody said that Joe has, has come out and stated that he's going to use social media more in his bid for re-election in 2024. The problem is I don't know if the guy has the uh, mental wires to know how to hook his Commodore 64 up to his MySpace. So we'll see what's going to happen with that. Joe's not there. He and his administration, you have to miss, mention the administration because they're the ones who are making the decisions. They're the ones who are loading the information into the teleprompter for Joe. They're the ones with the note cards. They're the ones that he's referring to whenever he says, oh, I'm going to get in trouble if I talk about this. He and his administration have created a political disaster of which I'm not sure America has the ability to come back from. Four more years of Joe Biden. Four more years of Joe Biden, and we are doomed. I'll go in further. Four more years of woke leftist progressive policies as represented in Joe Biden's administration, regardless of who the puppet figurehead may be. America is doomed. America is on the way out on the landscape of human history. Horrible, horrible policy aside, the optics are bad enough. I mean, the president of the United States, he's already entering and exiting Air Force One through the shorter set of stairs. He doesn't go up the 23 steps to the top of Air Force One. He comes down the 14 stairs from the underbelly of the 747. After falling at an Air Force Academy commencement last year, the ripple effect, you know, listen, that wasn't as severe. Though, here's the deal. Any new incident, and they know this, any new incident that happens, any trip, any fall, anything like that, if people see that, it's going to be brought to the limelight in a big way because now everyone is pointing to the fact that he's an old man who's incapable of holding it together mentally or physically. 74% of Americans, U.S. voters say, nope, too old. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, Donald Trump, he'll be 78 by the time of the election of 2024. That's right. But you know, it's like the rock band Kiss. They get older, but man, they keep on rocking. They keep on bringing it. They, you get out there on stage, man, and they know how to light things up. That's the thing. Donald Trump still proves that he has mental acuity. He's not missing a step. He's not stuttering. He knows how to read. The guy knows how to face the music. I mean, you look at all of the pressure that Donald Trump is under with all of these witch hunts, all of the indictments, all of the court appearances, all of the juries that are dead set against him, and the woke-ass judges in places like New York City, the DAs, the crooked DAs, 
People like Fannie Willis, who's going to pay $600,000 in taxpayer funds to a salary so that her boyfriend, so that her paramour could take her on luxurious, exotic cruise vacations. People like that are going to try to hold the former president of the United States accountable, and he takes it all with a grain of salt. It just slips right past him. It's like standing in a strong wind and even his hair is not moving. The guy keeps coming and even more, his support continues to grow. Even Snoop Dogg, the guy who came out and put a video of him so-called executing Donald Trump in effigy, said, I got nothing against the guy. I got nothing but love for Donald Trump. Are the tides turning? People can see through the absolute insanity, which is the Biden administration, the failed policies, and the failing mind of a mental midget. Donald Trump still standing tall. His support continues to grow. Here's what's happening, folks. Biden can't have those type of episodes anymore. He can't. He, he, the more he's in the spotlight, they have to keep him hidden. You know, they send Jill out to rescue him when he's lost on stage. And it's just a matter of time before he has a brain freeze Mitch McConnell moment. Deer in the headlights. You know it's going to come, and it is going to be disaster for the Biden administration as they seek this reelection. I'm hearing that Barack Obama is already starting to talk to his big donors about potentially trotting Michelle out there, which is another person they're going to have to keep away from the microphone because whenever she speaks freely, it's a frightening thing with the vitriol and the hate that she has for the nation of America. She's stated it many, many times how much she's ashamed of America, how much she doesn't like America, and yet I'm afraid she would win if they were to run her for president of the United States. That's the insanity, again, in which we live. People don't care. People don't know. People don't care. They've, they're living in lazy complacency. And here's the thing. You can look at the Biden economy. CNN is lying. You know, they ran, in CNN business, they ran an article back in September why Biden's strong economy feels so bad to most Americans. And they talked about even though with the growth, people still don't feel right. You know, the, the, the grim outlook is at odds with the hard data, which reveal an economy bursting with optimism. Is it, is it really bursting with optimism? They ask, has the economy improved under Joe Biden? There's literally no question, said Justin Wolfers, a professor of public policy and economics at the University of Michigan. Oh, that's right. January 2021, the start of Biden's term, everything sucked, according to Wolfers. Unemployment was at 6.3 percent. The economy had yet to rebound from the shock of COVID-19. Wolfers described that time as one of the worst economic moments of my life. And then they go on to brag about how Joe himself pulled everybody out of a cratered economy. Oh, man. Well, here's the problem. Only 14% of U.S. voters say that Biden's economy has left them better off. Only 14%. 70% admit that they're worse off. So what's the deal? This booming economy, this record high mm, stock market. Gosh, if only I could spend some stock market on groceries. In 1980, Republican Ronald Reagan 
famously asked voters whether they were better off than they were four years earlier, setting the stage for his landslide victory over incumbent Democrat Jimmy Carter. The answer obviously was no, they were not better off. I think it's time we start asking that question. It doesn't matter what the numbers say, the hard data that gets pulled back and how these statistics are being interpreted. Are you better off after four years? Eh? Not even four. Just over three years of Joe Biden's presidency. Are you? Yes, I admit that at the end of Trump's presidency, there were some bumps in the road. The economy was tanking because of a virus out of China. That's right, the COVID pandemic. However, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Back then, in spite of what CNN says, there wasn't pessimism. There was optimism about the economy. It can't be the same thing said for today. When you're working three jobs, trying to put groceries on the table, 31% of your annual income goes to pay your mortgage and you can't afford to buy a house, folks. Let me tell you, pessimism is the personality of the day. Trump's been nominated again. For what you say, the primaries still go on. No, Trump's been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Representative Claudia Tinney of New York cited Trump's historic Abraham Accords treaty as the reason for the nomination. You know, Donald Trump was instrumental in facilitating the first new peace agreements in the Middle East. Man, it's utopia right now in the Middle East, isn't it? It's fantastic. Those Abraham Accords brought peace. They said it couldn't happen. Donald Trump did it. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. Something else got in the way. Weak foreign policy. Demonstrations of impotence on the global scale on the part of the Biden administration has changed all of that. First new peace agreements in the Middle East in almost 30 years. Thank you, Donald Trump. Thank you, Donald Trump. Hollywood, the mainstream media, the newspapers. Everyone should be shouting, thank you. No. For decades, bureaucrats, foreign policy professionals, international organizations, they said, they said, man, and they know that additional Middle East peace agreements were impossible without a resolution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And guess what? Donald John Trump, the 45th president of the United States of America. He proved that to be false. He did it. Now, isn't that cool that Donald Trump nominated, I mean, it's, it's his first, right? Wrong. It's not his first nomination for the Nobel Prize. It's actually his fourth. It's his fourth. Every time he's been denied. Are you surprised by that? Are you surprised? Absolutely. It won't happen this time either. They will not give this man the Nobel Prize regardless of what he's done. There's no way these subpar progressive beta elitist puppeteers are giving a Nobel Prize to Donald Trump. That's the end of the story. Sit back, watch, and see. If they do, miracles happen. Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, on Tuesday, called out via the vehicle known as X or Twitter, Representative Ilan Omar. She's a Democrat from Somalia. I don't know if you realize that or not. I think she represents uh, Minnesota, but meh, does she, though? Does she, though? Because here's the thing. Ron DeSantis went so far as to say, I want you expelled from Congress. In fact, she needs to have her U.S. citizenship revoked. And she needs to be sent back to Somalia. Kick her out. Put her off the island. She needs to be removed. 
Why? What did she do? I mean, eh, other than just being her normal, evil, wicked witch self, what did she do this time to piss off Ronnie D? Here's the thing. She gave a speech in where she said her primary job in Congress, what could that be? Uphold the Constitution, defend the freedom of Americans, maybe uphold common trade and defense, maybe represent the state of Minnesota boldly within the beltway of Washington, D.C. in the Capitol building, to hold heartily and heavily the patriotic duties of a woman who was a migrant who came here wishing for a better life and went on to become a congresswoman from the great state of Minnesota. No, it's not what she did. It's not what she did. She said her primary job in Congress is to protect Somali interests. No, I didn't stutter. I, I didn't stutter. I'm not Joe Biden. She said her primary job in the United States Congress is to protect Somali interest. I think her towel is wrapped a little too tight. After a January 27th speech has gone viral on her remarks to Somalian leaders in Minnesota, she was speaking in Somali, which of course is her native tongue. Her speech, uh, it didn't go as well as planned. I mean, I'm sure those listening in the immediate vicinity didn't mind it because, again, they're also pagan, treasonous, seditious, uh, un-American garbage. Uh, she didn't mention her support for the United States at all. She said she was Somalian first, Muslim second, and that she was here to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. system. <laughs> Oh boy, you got to laugh to keep from crying, folks. You got to laugh to keep from crying. That's the world we're living in. Ah, and you know, if you just thought that it couldn't get any worse, you just keep digging around. And honestly, all you have to do to find the smoking gun is see what they're accusing the right of, because usually that reveals their own guilty hearts. Cori Bush, you know, old defund the police, Cori Bush. She's reportedly under investigation by the Biden Department of Justice. You know what for? Well, you know, misuse of funds for security purposes. See, she's got this security guard who claims he's 109 trillion years old. Oh, uh, this is a congresswoman. That's a security guard, personal security, who says he's 109 uh, trillion years old. And uh, yeah, she's been, um, she's had quite a unique relationship with, uh, with this person. Um, town Hall reports says, no, it's not the bodyguard Congresswoman Bush just recently married, which is a real thing that happened. Yes, the queen of defund the police is personally protected by a phalanx of armed security guards, one of whom she fell in love with. I'd say Mazel Tov, but who knows how she and some of her fellow squadsters might feel about that particular phrase. The other bodyguard I'm referring to is a man who is rather special, it seems. Uh, based on public records, the online accounts, the Free Beacon reported that this character has earned over $137,000 providing security services for Cori Bush from 2020 through the spring of 2023. Uh, he's a spiritual guru. I mean, who doesn't need one of those on staff? Aha Sen Pyaki, who teaches classes on how to read minds, summon mythical beings, and maintain urban gardens. Holy shit! You know why he wants to have those uh, urban gardens? He wants to make sure that you can avoid having to buy food from Jews. I'm not making this up, folks. 
not making this up. Uh, he says that Jews rule the world. He's 109 trillion years old, and he's got the power to summon blood magic tornadoes with all of his hate. Oh, man. Oh, God. And you wonder who has the ear of our esteemed and renowned congresswoman. $137,000. I swear I'm in the wrong job. Um, you have to wonder how stupid somebody is to actually vote for this moron and to keep her being reelected. Um, you just take the dumbest person you know. Multiply that by, you know, a million, and you're getting close, okay? You're getting really close. Speaking of mythical creatures, Taylor Swift, they say, is going to be responsible for 20% of the presidential votes. Uh, don't know how true that is or not, but I know that if you Google Taylor Swift election, you're going to get a lot of a uh, lot of things that are accusing right-wing media figures and conspiracy theorists such as myself that are targeting Taylor Swift with these absurd conspiracy theories among which are she is a plant. Now, God forbid Jack Posobiec have a joking conversation with comedian Roseanne Barr, and they say, oh, maybe she's a government plant. Maybe she is an alien. Maybe she's a lizard-skinned person. I don't know. But there's this big plot out there for the Kansas City Chiefs, who I think by all intents and purposes should not even be in the Super Bowl, but I think if you pay attention and watch, I bet they win the darn thing which is going to push Taylor Swift even farther up into the spotlight so that she can then publicly push her endorsement for Joseph Robinette Biden and his second election and subsequent second term as president of the United States. But it's the right-wing media figures that are Taylor, that are Taylor attackers targeting Taylor Swift with these absurd circulating conspiracy theories that promote the notion that Swift is part of the plot to deliver the 2024 election to Joe Biden. Well, there's only one way to find out, folks. Let's sit around and wait and see. How about that? Let's sit around and wait and see. 2024 is here. We are already one month gone. Folks, we are that much closer to the November election, and it looks like it's going to be Donald Trump, Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> Award winner, along with Joseph, the backward hat wearing, bottom of the belly of the plane, stairs walking, falling, sandbag tripping Biden. Come on, folks. Or maybe it's Michelle Obama. We'll see what happens. We'll see what swings out in the political winds. <laughs> email me, chat at the Chad Prather Show, or drop your email address at thechadpraythershow.com. Catch me out on the road. Let's have some fun together. WatchChad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can watch the Chad Prather Show on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. And yes, tell all your friends that every Monday and Wednesday, until we decide to expand this amazing podcast, audio-only version of Rip from the Headlines to the Point Chad Prather Show, tell them we're here. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, and let's grow this thing. In the meantime, Know that I love you, God bless you, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.